Welcome to the Half Yard Line. I'm Tim. I'm Luke. And uh, welcome to another of our 32 team by team 2022 off-season preview 2020 oh excuse me 23 off-season preview 22 season yeah, wrap I mean, up. we do a great preview of last off-season because we know what happened so here's an area i think they should strengthen <laughs> foresight maybe don't do this yeah no luke uh we've been going around the nfl team by team one division at a time uh we are exploring a new division today heading over to the nfc west uh i, yep. I do have to apologize to you luke i feel like i've maybe giving you the short straw a little bit on which team for those of you who haven't noticed we've kind of passed off the teams and, and done the research and kind of coming back and, and and one leads and one follows a little bit here and luke seems to keep getting teams that in the intro i get to make fun of uh and so the arizona cardinals <laughs> are our franchise today uh a team that i believe uh, a little behind the scenes notion we were debating whether anyone cares i don't know that the owner of the Arizona Cardinals would care about their offseason preview. He certainly hasn't cared about the last several offseason previews, given some of the decisions they've been making. This is a team that is in dire straits, Luke. They have somehow cap problems before the Kyler Murray contract, which is going to turn out to be one of the silliest contracts ever signed, notwithstanding the requirement that he do his homework uh, that was worked into this contract. I don't know if you have gotten past how funny Kyler Murray's contract situation is, but the rest of the roster also not great. Maybe we should start with how did 2022 turn out? Maybe it was a good year and now they're paying the piper. Yeah. Uh, difficult one. I mean, before we, we just, you just mentioned homework for Kyler Murray. We encourage you fair listeners to do your homework and uh, follow us on the socials at half yard line pod. You can email us half yard line pod at gmail.com. Leave us a rating and a review, like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Really uh, helpful to us. So some homework for the the listenership there. But uh, yeah, the Kyler Murray contract situation, I'll be kind uh, and use that noun, certainly overshadowing um, this franchise. Last off season, I mean, it's hard to imagine something going worse than what they did last offseason, which was extend their general manager, extend their head coach, and extend their quarterback. The quarterback was pretty average. Then he tore his ACL later in the season, which is even more of a nightmare because you look at the recovery time. Guys always say it's a year to get back to full go, even if they play before that. You know, Kyler Murray tore his ACL mid to late in the season. So you're looking at full go probably mid to late next season. You fired the head coach. The GM left, but I think that was kind of code for it would be great for the team if you moved on. Steve Kime had been there forever, but he's no longer the GM. They traded a first round pick for Hollywood Brown. He was injured, missed some time last season. Um, they started four different quarterbacks last year. Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy, Trace McSorley, David Blau, uh, who people may remember started a Thanksgiving game for the Lions a few years ago, uh, which was a strange one. They were the second worst team in points per game allowed they allowed 26 points per game they only scored an average of 20 so not a great equation for cardinals fans they had minus five turnover differential and they had the fifth most turnovers in the league um, provided i'll say to the other team the offseason, a lot of change swirling new head coach jonathan gannon new gm monte osifor both the first time uh, both first-timers in those roles. Uh, Gannon joining us from the defensive coordinator spot for the Eagles. Ossifort joining from my Titans. You had J.J. Watt and A.J. Green retire. 
The team coming in with $12 million in cap space, but only five draft picks, which isn't great. The first of which is number three overall, which obviously puts them in a pretty strong position, especially as a team you would imagine is not going to look quarterback, although this team does have form for going quarterback and then picking another one. But given the Kyler Murray contract, obviously that's a non-starter. Tim, last season, really just a disaster. Four and 13 finish and last in the NFC West. The team just kind of looks miles away from contention, which is not what you want, especially once you think you've identified your superstar quarterback of the future. Not sure your thoughts on Arizona's performance last season. I thought it was poor. I thought it was trending in the wrong direction. Um, Obviously, you don't fire the coach and the GM because things are going well. Uh, I think they are bearing the fruit of some poor decision-making in the front office. The roster construction is a little bit all over the place. The offensive line is trash. The defensive line is not great. The skill position players, the players' names you know, right? Buda Baker, DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Humphreys, Kyler Murray, Marquise Brown, Zach Ertz, like James Conner, Isaiah Sim- Like, There's names out there that people know, and you go, oh, maybe they've got some talent. And they do, but it's not constructed in a way that cohesives. Is that a word? Cohesive. Cohesive. Coheres. That's the word. Coheres uh, well into a functioning football team. You know, we've talked about where you want to see your cap invested. Um, You know, certainly left tackle is up there, but your number one cap hits a wide receiver. Your number three cap hit is a safety and your number five cap hit is a wide receiver. So you got two big name wide receivers. One is 100 years old. The other is Hollywood Brown. Not necessarily how I would have gone about it. Yeah, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is only like 31, right? So he's not that old. But yeah, he has been around for a while. Is he really I think only he, 31? Yeah, no, he's he's pretty young. I, had I mean, a, that was In my mind, I would have told you he was 34. Easy. Yeah, no, he he's he's still pretty young. I think he's 31. Maybe he's pushing 32. But anyway, he's in that He's in that. He's range. 30. Um, he is he's 30. 30. He's not even 31 years old. There you go. <laughs> wow. That's a that's a nugget. I was, I was, Behind the I was scenes, there or thereabouts. I don't actually know everything about football. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I knew he was on the younger side, but uh, anyway, to your point, roster holes abound for this team despite those decisions. Uh, well, in fact, probably because of those decisions. The, the main thing to think about coming into this offseason for the Cardinals is this is going to be a fact-finding exercise for the fandom, both inside and outside of Arizona, because new GM, new coach, you're completely upending what you had. So it's going to be a totally fresh start. You know, you had the offensive whiz kid, air raid college style offense guru in cliff kingsbury who's no longer there you brought in a defensive head coach so that obviously changes the the focus area also fought come from the titans and obviously anyone who's watched the titans the last few years knows it was very rough and tumble grind you ground you and pound you um play good defense and run the balls which is complete antithesis to what arizona has been doing the last few years as far as the holes you mentioned trench play i think that's massive um you know on the defensive line, J.J. Watt retired. J.J. Watt had 12 and a half sacks last year, which is A, really impressive, but the guy is a first pilot Hall of Famer. But it's also more than twice as many as anybody else had. So when your number one sack leader by far retires, that leaves a void. This is a team that has experimented in the draft with picking up off-ball linebackers at great volume, which is uh, certainly in opposition to how the NFL currently is trending with Isaiah Simmons and Zaven. Collins, neither of whom is a real pass rusher, uh, at least not at this point in time. On the offensive line, they're losing so many guys and up to free agency as it's slated right now. And as we mentioned, 12 million in cap space with more potentially coming so they can possibly bring some of these guys back. Four of last year's five starting offensive linemen are free agents. 
They also have backups being free agents. They only have two guards on the roster as it stands today, as we record this in, in March of uh, 2023. Both of the ro- guards that they have on the roster were third stringers last year. So just bodies on the offensive line, anyone. The only guy that's coming back is DJ Humphreys at left tackle, who you already mentioned. But Rodney Hudson, Justin Pugh, Kelvin Beecham, Will Hernandez, Max Garcia, Cody Ford, Billy Price, all free agents. So you have to work out what you're going to do there. And again, the way that you need your offensive line to play with Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury might be very different to how you need the offensive line to play under Jonathan Gannon, who comes from the Eagles, who are way more run orientated. Okay, he wasn't on that side of the ball, but it's a totally different style. You want air raid, you want guys who step back, good athletes. It's all, you know, two-point stance, pass protection or running out of gun with Kyler, you imagine that's going to continue to be the case, but the style of offense could also change. So it's going to be interesting to see how they address that. You know, the, the holes are created by a lot of these vets that they added to the team to win now. You already mentioned uh, DeAndre Hopkins is one of those. I mentioned Watt, Green. They brought a lot of older guys to try and get them over the hump. Zach Ertz, Robbie Anderson. So they've been trying to to do this approach. It's not really panned out. Sort of like a poor man's Rams. It's kind of how I think of this roster where you try and bring in stars to augment your existing talent. Not really panned out. James Connor at running back. I did have running back circled as a need area. I think he's fine. And I know he made the Pro Bowl with an absolute buttload of touchdowns. I'm not sure he's a number one back who can run without somebody else with him. They had Eno Benjamin start a couple games. He played pretty well, then they randomly cut him, which was odd. Connor's had some injury issues throughout his career. You probably need somebody else. And to be honest, if you're going to continue running a kind of air raidy type offense, I don't really see how James Connor fits that. He is a old school, handed off, dot back type dude. He's not a lightweight scat back, you know, the Darren Sprolesy type mode. I think a player in that role would be really, really beneficial to this team because I also think receiver is a need. Now, the reason I say that. DeAndre Hopkins is on the roster. He's currently accounting for 30 million bucks on their cap. There's rumors a swirling about the apparently 30-year-old DeAndre Hopkins' future with this team. Um, he's going to get traded. It seems almost a certainty. So they're going to need somebody else at receiver. Hollywood Brown will come back and he'll be off the injury. So they hope for better there. Zach Ertz, I think, might be cut. So pass catches is a need for this team as well. I mean... I realize I've just covered 80% of their roster, Tim, but do you have any other positions? Maybe another quarterback, you know, the Jacoby Brissett style guy who can start while Kyler recovers is the other position I would have thought they might need somebody. Yeah, you've listed them all, Luke. I mean, I think that's right. I think the pass catcher is is probably the number one, and I know you covered it extensively. You know, I think Robbie Anderson is a surefire cut. You know, he's $12 oh, he's million. Not, he's uh, he he's the kind of guy who you might be he, he might struggle to make a roster next season given what's been yeah, going on with him the last couple of years. That's right. He's twelve million dollars against your cap this year. A hundred percent of that is voluntary. There is zero percent chance given where their current cap is. He's on the roster, so not that he was you know, leaving a big hole behind either. But you know you're going to have they've got twelve million in space now. They got twelve million more coming from him. I think they've got another couple of cuts that will probably save them another you know fill in the blank. They've got. They, they have to do something with DeAndre Hopkins, whether it's restructure his deal, whether it's cut him outright, whether it's trade him if you can find a dance partner. Um, maybe it's restructure and trade him to save a little bit of money to the future franchise. Um, but yeah, pass catcher is going to be a big piece of this. Yeah, you mentioned cuttable players. Anderson is the big obvious one. 
uh, would save you six million dollars if it's after a, if it's a post June first cut. So maybe you do that because do you really want to ha- be paying a veteran tight end a reasonable amount of cash? Um, Hopkins, you mentioned James Connor could be cut, but I don't really see the value of saving three million dollars to leave no one in the backfield. So they'll probably just keep him around. Dennis Gardeck would save you three million bucks, like rotational outside linebacker slash special teams guy. So not really a huge amount of value in that position. Um, if they're just trying to get you know a few extra dollars here and there to try and fill some of these gaps. I mean, in my opinion, to fill those, option one, two, and three is trade the third overall pick to someone who wants a quarterback and get picks. You've only got five. Your roster is uh, pretty bad and full, as full of holes as the old Swiss cheese. So you need talent, you need players, you need bodies at a lot of positions. There's rumblings about quarterbacks at the top of this draft. We've uh, just yesterday seen the quarterbacks work out at the Combine. Um, You've got Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, Will Levis. There's rumors about him. Anthony Richardson just put up, you know, crazy numbers. So maybe someone feels like they can pull a Josh Allen with him and turn him into a legit guy. In my opinion, you've got to go and trade that pick. They've not really been talked about much as a trade partner for other teams, which is strange. All the focus has been on the Bears at number one, but the Texans are there. They're taking a quarterback. You imagine whoever the Bears trade with is taking a quarterback. The Colts are fourth, so they're going to need a quarterback. It makes all the sense in the world to get out of that pick, accrue talent, accrue picks, and try and rebuild a little bit better. Because as you mentioned, when you're already over the cap, okay, they may end up under it with the Hopkins thing. You can't go out and spend a lot of money on dudes. If they do stick and pick, you've I've got to think it's going to be a the best defensive player on their board because they have holes apart from at safety and to a lesser extent corner really anyone will do specifically defensive line premium position you got will anderson from bama tyree wilson has also been highly uh touted as a possible top five pick as well a lot of length there so i would say you, you go with one of those two guys if you end up sticking and picking but outside of that to fill that position you're going to free agency and trying to sign maybe like an arden key type who's on the younger side The problem with signing free agents and acquiring veteran players, as the Cardinals have found, is that after a couple of years, either they retire or you lose them. And then for them, I think repeating the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is insane, as it is for anyone else. They are the second oldest roster in the NFL last year, behind only the Buccaneers, who had uh, 88-year-old Tom Brady playing quarterback. So time to de-age. I feel like this is almost a blow-up year. You've kind of got a free punt because... Kyler Murray's not going to play most of it, or you, he might not play most of it. I would be using this year if I'm Ossifort and Gannon to say, right, it's clear out time. Get rid of a bunch of these guys, trade the third overall pick to someone who wants a quarterback and build from there. I don't know if you disagree about that strategic option, but to me, doing anything else just seems like you're going to keep circling the drain until eventually you hope something hits. I don't disagree. I mean, I think the one, if you want to try to salvage this this, this team, um, we've talked about the skill position players are okay. Uh, it, you know, Hollywood Brown's not great, but he's not trash. DeAndre Hopkins is obviously incredibly talented, just very expensive. Yeah, you got you know, Rondell Moore as well, who we didn't mention, who's a really good player, young player, yeah. good piece. Connor, I think in the backfield, I like him better than it sounds like you do. But I think if you could focus the assets you have remaining on the offensive line. Perhaps you find yourself in a spot where you can get the offense going and you try to hang on on defense absent J.J. Watt and and sort of see what happens. Uh, but otherwise, no, it's a blow it up year. I definitely like trading the third overall pick. You need, especially if you're going to blow it up, more assets. 
than rather than one super premium asset. You better draft well, though, because lots of also rands in the late first and early second round doesn't work if they're not uh, contributors early. So if you're going to if you're going to trade back and get a lot of picks, you better use them wisely um, is the only the only piece I would add on that. So, you know, Luke, that's going to do it here for us on the Cardinals. I think a team that is intriguing in some ways and in, in, in that they've got choices to make, none of which are particularly compelling. So we'll see how the boys down in Arizona fare in the 2023 season. As we noted, 31 more of these podcasts either out there or on the way. If this is the first one you've listened to. Please check out the others. Um, do follow us on the socials at Half Yard Line Pod on Twitter and Instagram, halfyardlinepod at gmail.com. Follow us, like, subscribe, rate, review on your favorite podcast app or several uh, of your favorite podcast apps um, and help us out a little bit on the algos, get this thing growing. But until next time, toodaloo. Bye.